At Morgan Stanley, old school hard work meets bold new thinking. At 88 years old, we still see the world with the wonder of new eyes, helping you discover untapped possibilities and relentlessly working with you to make them real. Old school grit, new world ideas. Morgan Stanley. To learn more, visit morganstanley.com slash why us. Investing involves risk. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC. Market moving insight and analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Monday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Futures a bit red as the S&P comes off four straight winning weeks, the longest stretch since early summer. A busy week with PCE Thursday, Powell on Friday. The, the market assesses Black Friday sales. Our roadmap begins with the retail record. Black Friday shoppers spending nearly $10 billion in U.S. online. Big gains year on year. Plus, signs of a strong start to the holiday shopping season are sending Shopify shares toward a 19-month high. Shopify's president is going to join us in just a few minutes. And the bulls are back. Global stocks headed for what would be the best month in more than three, count them, three years. Let's begin with the holiday retail and the consumer. According to Adobe Analytics, Black Friday generated a record $9.8 billion in domestic online sales. That's up seven and a half year on year. Reports cite strong demand for electronics, smartwatches, televisions. Meantime, MasterCard spending pulse says Black Friday sales up two and a half year on year. That excludes autos uh, driven by jewelry and apparel. Got some buy now, pay later metrics, Jim, out of Adobe as well. Yeah, and I saw a firm ticking up. You know, Carl, what was supposed to happen this year was rates go higher, people spend less, Fed wins, uh, soft landing. David, the spending would indicate that there really can't be a, a, a soft landing, not with this kind of strength. Yeah, I mean, I always have a hard, hard time at, on this day in particular making sense of some of the early data. Uh, although it does seem quite positive, right? Other than this one outlier at Morgan Stanley, where they seem to su- say their channel checks indicated that things were flat to down. But yeah. again, I don't know what channels they're checking. No. Um, and we are going with. I mean, the, you know, the, at this point, you can obviously measure credit card and credit right. card spend is the way m- most people do, except the lowest end, where you know they may be using more cash. But there's the Morgan Stanley research note, which kind of I, so throws many, cold water yeah. on this idea. But, Jim, you're right. It does appear that we've gotten off to a strong start. Today, of course, is Cyber Monday. We'll see how that, right. that fares. And everything gets lumped together at this point. We don't really talk about retail as in no. in-store versus out-of-store as much as we may have once done when we were measuring the growth of digital, which is now obviously enormous. Well, look, we had this Amazon game. Amazon paid, what, reportedly $100 million for that game. Did more people stay home and shop? I mean, that was kind of like a celebration of shopping. I, I think that the game, obviously, New York could be, I don't know, it's a bad game. Uh, they're mostly bad games. Yeah, bad yeah, games. They're, they're, yeah, they're good. As I said to my Bill's family, Eagles, I'm now available darn fool head every off. Sunday the rest of the, of the, uh, <laughs> of the winter. So that's yeah, a good so thing. Those are I'm Cyber Sundays. trying yeah. to put a positive spin on the fact that I do not need to watch the Jets or the Giants, for that matter. Well, the rest some, of the summer. The Very Giants don't even know how to tank. I mean, Very geez. different than your team. <laughs> but look, look, Carl, I'm watching the uh, sales per minute coming from Shopify, which we will have. We have Harley on. And I just think that today is one of those days where uh, make or break. I really think this is make or break because Cyber Monday. Because, like, I, look, I, I think that when we, when we read, I didn't read a single brick and mortar piece that was positive. 
and I just didn't. I mean, I know jewelry did well. She's, you know, it's not enough. Uh, we haven't had a lot of other than A and F. We haven't had a lot of blowout. You liked Gap. Well, Gap was so bad. I mean, it was like, how could you miss? Yeah. Old Navy was was up one percent, and that was enough to make people feel great. Right. Uh, I I feel, would feel great if uh, if Lowe's had been good, if Home Depot had been better. Home Depot rally. You know, Target made more money, but it wasn't the same store sales. So I look at brick and mortar so far, and and I think that that's more in keeping with soft landing than cyber number. Yeah. Um, people, I've been hearkening back to what Walmart said about potential deflation as we look at some of the discounts. Right. I mean, some of the the seasonal discounting is in the 15 to 30 percent range. Yeah, I think that a lot of people feel that uh, you don't need to go to off-price, David, because the regular guys are off-price already. Pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, some are talking about prices as low, if not lower, than 2019 on at least a handful of right. items. And, and to Carl's point, Walmart is pricing things at least below last year. Right. In a number of different categories, which, but that's got to be viewed positively, doesn't it, by the Fed? Isn't that actually doing what well, they want? I think the Fed wins on brick and mortar, loses on on uh, cyber. But brick and mortar is where people get laid off if you don't do good, right? I mean, like they look, they hire a lot of people for the holidays. Although not as much this year. Not as much this year. Uh, look, I, I, my only conclusion is is that if we if we talk to Shopify, we're going to feel like wow, it was a, it was a blowout. But if we were to talk to some of these uh, department stores, I think we'd say, wow, that's just, geez, not a lot of sales. Uh, The other interesting element is this journal piece on inventories, retail inventories, where the inventory to sales ratio back to pre-COVID levels, trying to get smarter, chase what's hot. Red is trending, apparently. Look, Target, uh, Brian Cornell put on a clinic of what you have to do. I mean, I I think that, that Target had been the one that had not done well, and they figured it out. And this, was the, this was the year, I've never seen this happen, where every retailer talked about the most important thing was their inventory. Right. I mean, it used to be the same store sales. Yeah. Well, and, 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 like, that, and the case of Target, of course, same store sales were not any, were, were negative. I know. And in fact, may continue, may continue to be continue negative. To be negative. But again, the profitability of the company was far in excess of what many had anticipated because of the very thing that, that Jim is mentioning, which is inventory control right. and therefore having much higher margins, potentially. Um, and you're right, that's, that's always been a key, though, Jim. I mean, if you listen to, I think Drexler was on earlier. Yeah, you know, from Mickey. 20 years it? ago, you talked to him, it was always that, right? Yeah, I bumped into him once, and he, uh, I, I, I introduced myself. This was at a bagel plate. It was Dean and DeLuca. Remember Dean and DeLuca? Yes. And I said, how are you doing? He said, inventory. <laughs> I said, well, no, I mean, I'm just a big admirer of your work. He was like, I was like Mr. Inventory. But that's all right. He's a great guy. He can get away with saying inventory. He did say, what, 40-some-odd Black Fridays he's witnessed as a, as a working adult and said that we've trained the consumer to wait. He thinks, I think they will wait for prices to get better. I think you're right. I think they, look, look there are people who actually pay real close attention to stuff. And then there are people who say, uh, it, it, I'll go on Amazon. Uh, it'll come to my house. It's terrific. I asked my wife, I said, um, geez, it's Amazon. They must really like you. She says, send me presents every day. I mean, people shop every day on Amazon. And I think that that's what we're going to hear. And I just think that Jassy was brilliant. I really think this was a power play move by Jassy. How about this, this journal piece? That's with, what I was yeah, just looking for. Overtaking yeah. FedEx and UPS. Well, biggest delivery business in the United, United States. Of Amazon. That, that, that's worth spending a minute on. The biggest delivery is in Isn't the United incredible? States. Far, by the way, far in excess now of, of, of both UPS and FedEx, which, by the way, 
how are following a somewhat different strategy. FedEx obviously stopped delivering for Amazon quite a, a number of years ago. UPS, still Amazon represents 11% right. of their business. But Amazon, you see the trucks everywhere now, well, right? Look, I, I ordered, there's a reason for that. I'm a big uh, Jack Reacher fan, uh, Lee Child. I just, there's like 29 of them. I order it last night. And about two minutes later, I get a thing from Amazon. It's like, your book, Jack Reacher, ha- has been sent. I mean, how is that possible? And then you know that they've got these, these mega centers. And I guess they just knew that, that was a bestseller, so they're ready for it. Well, they did the they, same thing with a book called Holly by Stephen King. It was like, I boom. press it, and I'm, I'm thinking it's just a receipt. No, it's delivery. It's on its way, yeah. How is um, that possible? Well, you know how it's possible, because we sat here during COVID and talked about, remember how much money they spent, Jim? Right. Building those centers, hundreds of, well, of distribution centers, much closer to everywhere, right. basically, I can, and that they can right. reach people via the Amazon vans that you see that are ubiquitous. At this I point. confess uh, that I did indeed buy Gillette blades. You did? To Amazon, because I was not going to buzz and make someone come over and do that they were having a, like a the, Black Friday deal, but it was the wrong blades. I was very disappointed. Really? What they you they like, were like the five f- blades? They were like blade. fusion. I'm like, I don't. What do you use need? The, uh, the pro? I got the, you need the pro? No, I don't know what I, I have. The <laughs> good old the Gillette. Just old, shit. I don't know what the heck. The no, no, I have the regular one. But don't you have the one those that goes blades like this? were not on sale. You can get fusion all you want. I got it was like I, Amazon like threw in a couple extra blades for me. I mean, I, Amazon has become. Let, let's just own this, right? I mean, if you're one of these companies other than Walmart. You're just saying you're watching that game on Friday and you're actually glad it's not a real good game because you're saying maybe someone will did go you, to the mall. Did you hold your phone up at all and like do any of the QR codes? Yeah, I hold my phone up. I hold my watch up. That's what I held. Kelly oh, Green. Kelly Green. Green. Oh, it's Kelly Green. Nice. And here's my here's my phone, which has the exact amount that Shopify is telling us right now. Every minute sales per minute per second. Uh, Pretty shop- impressive. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, up? Up 22 year on year, we think, out of Shopify, record breaking 4.1 billion. Look, I think these numbers are just extraordinary. I would just know if you're at Nordstrom, you've got to be shaking. I mean, what is Nordstrom's raison d'etre, David? Know, they still have a really nice store on 57th Street. Piano players, it's very you know, nice. Yeah. Shoes, nice shoe department. Shoes. Some, a fun. Uh, there's a nice bar in there. I mean, you know, Bloomingdale's has a bar in, I think, in Nashville. Yes. I think they have a bar in the Nashville store. Yeah, as, as does Amazon. Pretty big uh, operating hub for North American retail. I don't know. I mean, look, we could have sat here five years ago and say, you know what, Amazon's nipping at these guys. And now it's like, I don't know, I hope that Macy's has a good holiday. Yeah. They need Chinese tourists to come in because the Chinese tourists don't come in here and start ordering from Amazon. I mean, that would seem to be, right? I mean, Amazon, they ship it to Beijing. I mean, Two-day uh, two notice? They have, other, uh, they have other companies there, namely one called Alibaba. So, Alibaba? Yeah. Yeah, no, See, uh, Alibaba, just, no, they just discontinue everything, Alibaba. No, I, yeah, but they have Tmall and Taobao, and they, well, they, they operate pretty well there, too. So, well, yes, the Chinese consumer can use that. In fact, when it comes to digital payments in China, they've been far ahead of us in well, many ways. Did anyone need to read of- this New Street note on Pinterest? They're riding Temu and Xi'an. That's not shine, like Henry. No. It's Sheehan. Now, one day we're going to be saying, well, we all work for Sheehan, so it's like embarrassing that he has to even mention Sheehan. I, get the, I sent this note out every morning. You should subscribe. It would really be great for me. You can use the QR code. Would it kill you? Use the, use the darn QR code. Use the darn QR code. 
You only like to, all he ever does is look at what stock I own that's doing badly in the club <laughs> and points that out or tries to get me out of stocks, as we know. It's the Boeing effect. He'll try to get me out of Disney because it was a horrible movie weekend. But then maybe there's a board meeting. We get a dividend. You never know, Jim. Do you want to get me out you of Disney? never know. Well, I want don't to take know. a shot at that? You, you ready to get out yet? That never, that never bought a thing to him before. Thank you. You're, oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thank yeah, you. I know. Yeah, sorry about Boeing. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just right out there, the, one of the best no, stocks. It's, it's on me, of course, that he got out of Boeing. It's on it me. It was. I was yeah, embarrassed. I, know, the shame. I was mortified every time. Much. Yeah, I, I called a couple that. of good bottoms. I couldn't you take called a couple of good bottoms. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? <laughs> David, we were, this is a commercial break. When we come back, will you say that again? <laughs> no, you called them by selling. Jesus, that is so mean. That was mean. How was, how'd you look in GameStop that okay, movie? Listen, I didn't see I, that movie. By the way, was I'm the good? first to praise you when you get them right, and you get plenty right, too. But I'm not going to yeah. sit here and, you know, and not say this sometimes, you know, when not you so decide good. to sell, you it's wore the that, time to buy. You wore that same outfit on I, Tuesday. I wore the same what do you outfit. rotate like every yeah, six A lot of pairs days. of jeans. <laughs> when we come back, uh, a red-hot November for Shopify, we will talk to Harley in a little bit. Stock's up 50% month to date. Uh, we'll talk about online holiday after his company's record-breaking Black Friday. Take a look at the pre-market. Got a bunch of news on Kraft Heinz, Novo, Lucid, Splunk, Roku, and a lot more in a minute. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds. Thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magirite is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Canva. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. So Shopify shares are rising this morning and up more than 50% so far this month. Company breaking its Black Friday record, totaling $4.1 billion in sales. Joining us now is Harley Finkelstein. He's Shopify's president. Harley, I am looking at a website, BFCM, and right now it is ticking and ticking and ticking. I see unique shoppers. That's not right, is it? 50, 52 million? 52 million, yeah. So right now, for anyone watching, by the way, you can check out Shopify's real-time shopping tracker, shopify.com slash BFCM, which stands for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Uh, but just to say the thing, I mean, Black Friday set an incredible stage, I think, Jim, for the entire weekend. Cyber Monday has already been off to a great start. But really for us, I mean, this weekend is like the Super Bowl for entrepreneurs and brands. The weekend belongs to them. I, I thought before we actually uh, get into what's happening right now, let me kind of do a quick review of what we've seen over the last three days, because it, it's quite remarkable. Sure. Um, we saw peak sales per minute globally on Black Friday was 4.2 million uh, per minute. Uh, that was right around noon on Friday, 12.01 Eastern time. And uh, last, just to compare, last year peak sales per minute globally on Black Friday was about 3.5 million around the same time. But in total, in aggregate, we saw about $4.1 billion sold on Black Friday. That's a 22% increase since last year's Black Friday, which is about 3.36. But another thing to, 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 mark, to remark about is the velocity. 
we start tracking Black Friday, Cyber Monday from midnight UTC in, 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 uh, in Europe. We saw merchants cross the $1 billion mark before midnight EST on Black Friday, which was a couple hours earlier than last year. And so, you know, while it's still early on Cyber Monday, I think the, 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 the thing we're seeing is that shoppers are voting with their wallets to buy from brands they love, both online and in-store. We can talk about in-store too. And, and those brands are on Shopify. Now, how much did it help about the, uh, your deal with Amazon? Did it make a difference? Look, uh, we are... are our entire objective is, is to give merchants as much choice and as much optionality as possible. So whether it's working with companies like Amazon or working with all the major social media platforms, we're creating a retail operating system, which means whatever you want to do from Shopify, you can do that. Um, but but you know the success of this Black Friday is uh, is owned by our, our merchants, and and they're doing really well. You know something that I just uh, a new stat that I just got is over thirty thousand of our merchants. For them, Black Friday was their best sales day ever on Shopify. And if you look at the globe, there's this, this really cool little Easter egg, which, which I, Jim, Jim, you're going to love this because I know you're, you're, you're such a fan of small business. Over 13,000 merchants had their very first sale ever on uh, at the start of Black Friday. So when you see those fireworks on the map, those purple fireworks, that's a brand new entrepreneur getting their very first sale. Hey, Harley, is it your sense that the discounting is more or less aggressive than you thought going into the weekend? Hey, Carl. Uh, look, I, I think what you're seeing is really the power of the consumer. I mean, this Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend is now a season. Discounting started as early as early October this year. will likely go right up to Christmas. So I don't think the discounting is really driving it. But I, but I really do think what we're seeing is the power of the consumer. Average cart price in the U.S. right now is about $121. That's up from about 100. Uh, that, that's um, that, that's up from last year. It's about $107 globally. And you're seeing cities like L.A., New York, and San Francisco are currently the top-selling cities in the U.S. So, you know, I think consumers are the VIPs or the, or the superheroes driving this economy this holiday season. And, uh, and, and it's not just happening online. I, I know you guys were talking about offline before. But one of the things that's very interesting is that sales made by merchants on Shopify using our point of sale system, which is in store, has grown by 33% since this period last year. So I don't think it's just online only. I think it's this intentionality where consumers want to buy from their favorite brands. And some of the major trending ones right now is, you know, Stanley, for example, their Tumblr. I mean, think about this. Stanley, which is a top trending product, is a 110-year-old company selling a Barbie pink tumbler. Uh, and another company that's also trending is Viore, which, which was created in the last 10 years or so. So I right. think there's this real appetite to buy from brands you love. Uh, Harley, for our viewers who are trying to get a sense overall as what this means for the economy, for the consumer, I don't know if you've tracked this data set in the past or what you've seen or how much things have slowed down from Black Friday. You seem to be quite positive, but I, I, you know, can you give a little more granularity in terms of what you've seen in the past and therefore what you sure. may expect for the rest of the holiday season? I mean, there's no question it's up from last year, but let's actually look real-time right now. So right now, as we speak uh, on, the, on, the, on a real-time tracker, we're seeing about 1.3 million sales per minute and about 11, over 11,000 orders per minute. So again, I, 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 what we're seeing is that uh, the U.S. consumer and the consumers around the world seem to be strong. They are buying, with, they're buying from brands they really love. They have a connection to as well. Uh, but in terms of how this has been trending, I mean, you know, I was on your show in uh, in Q3 uh, after our, our earnings report, where I talked about Q3 GMV was up 22% year on year to 56 billion. So I don't think this is just a Black Friday Cyber Monday phenomenon. I do think there's a reset in the consumer where the consumer is saying we want to buy from the brands we love. We may not buy 10 T-shirts. We're going to buy the three T-shirts that we really love and so quality really matters and intentionality matters and that really is the theme of this uh, of this BFCM weekend but belongs to the, the these independent direct to consumer brands okay so how are 
people getting through these. For instance, Stanley had an amazing, uh, I, I saw it on TikTok, an amazing video about a car that fire. That fire in the car, right? It's right, unbelievable. That, right, but that, that had to drive traffic, right? All these things do, and one of the things you are seeing is that, you know, I, we used to talk about this idea of omni-channel, the retail, you know, a retail being online versus online, and you still hear on earnings calls from traditional retailers, they talk about channel conflict. You're not hearing that from Viore. You're not hearing that from Gymshark. You're not hearing that from Aloe Yoga. What they're creating is this way where not only are they marketing to their consumer every single touch point on social media, on brick and mortar, uh, on, on billboards and television and radio, but in terms of how they're purchasing, they're channel agnostic. They want to work, they want to be able to sell in the precise way that their consumer wants. And that might be online, that may be on Instagram, that may be on a marketplace, that may be in a physical store. That's part of the reason why you're hearing us at Shopify talk so much about retail everywhere and building this piece of software so that every consumer, excuse me, every brand, every merchant is future-proof for the next 10, 20, 30 years. Well, just so impressive. Harley Finkelstein, thank you so much. President of Shopify, congratulations to those 13,000 new businesses amazing. that started. That is an amazing figure. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Still to come this morning, we'll get Kramer's Mad Dash countdown to the opening bell. Uh, get you set for what's headed our way this week, including PCE, uh, some Eurozone numbers, and, of course, Powell on Friday in a moment. Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big. Ooh. Summarize with AI in a click. Click, click, click. Writer's block. Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. Busy morning in the debt markets. We'll get auctions for six months, uh, three months, the two-year, the five-year. But watch the 10-year. It's been just over a month since it topped out at 499 on a closing basis. A little bit of relief today. Still circulating around 445. Opening bell coming up in just over five minutes. And don't forget, you can catch Jim uh, anywhere, anytime. And the rest of us, listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. All right, we've got two minutes before we get started with trading here for the week. Uh, let's squeeze in a mad dash. We want to talk about an activist campaign from Elliot yes. yet again yes. at Crown Castle. Well, what's interesting, when you hear restoring the castle, you might think, well, hold, maybe this is Nelson Peltz attacking Disney. No, it's Elliot really just saying, Crown Castle, we need totally new board, new management, new everything, because they keep pursuing it. At, at Crown, the fiber small cell strategy, which every year is viewed as being immature but supposed to be okay, it's obviously wrong. And uh, AMT, American Tower, and SBA have committed to international towers where the growth is, because obviously Verizon doesn't have a lot of growth anymore, and nor does our friend, friends at ATT, uh, which I use uh, usually, right. uh, and T-Mobile. David, they think that you could spin off this fiber yeah. uh, and that it would be a, a huge win because private equity might want to do it. You're one of these infrastructure private equity companies. I don't know, David. You know that they've got, they, they're pretty good. They do a lot of homework. They do, and they think that, you know, you can back into a t U.S. tower multiple if you look at SBC or AMT, and it's higher. Yes. And, and therefore, if you get rid of this fiber business, you'll get a higher multiple. Now, the first campaign was in 2020. I right. think they had a billion dollars worth of stock. That was called Reclaiming, Reclaiming the Crown. This is now Restoring the Castle. When are they going to storm? When is the next campaign? It may be time storming to storm the, the castle. castle with the proxy fight. Yes. And you know what, David? It yields six, but not because they keep raising the, <laughs> the return. It's 
because the, it's I mean, the stock look, has come down. These guys are obviously the worst in the group. Yeah. They stick by this idea of continuing this to a technology that may not be so great. So I say I am with Elliot, not with management. Let's get the opening bell here in the CNBC real-time exchange. With the big board, Brazilian energy company Copel at the NASDAQ celebrating its recent IPO, Globavend, an e-commerce logistics provider. That seems to be the running theme this morning, Jim. Well, you heard Harley. Yeah. I, I think what's so interesting, this small, medium-sized business, I, I, you know, collectively it actually, I think, is moving the needle. I remember when I worked with Larry Kudlow before he became National Economic Advisor and moved over to the channel. And he always said, obviously, it's backbone, backbone of the economy. And yet, yeah, and we all want small business, but the Walmarts of the world and the Amazons have really taken to them. Well, there's a new kind of small business, and it's a small business that really has the infrastructure of Shopify, uh, and it works clearly. I, Etsy stock has not been a winner right now, but I, I think it's just, it's good for the economy, and it also is not inflationary. These people are just doing it on their oh, own. Oh, I know the productivity, not just not just the CRM part, but the uh, back office, the HR, the tax preparation. It's all making starting a bit. That's why new business creation has been so robust. It's right. easy to do. And you can't look. I don't think the Fed is ever one to kill it. Uh, I think the Fed obviously would like housing prices to go lower, and that is not what these guys do. No. But if you are a, a, a merchant, for example, or at least you want to be a wannabe merchant, you identify a market that you think is an opportunity and you can effectively market, which is really the key in right. many ways, TikTok. you can then, to Carl's point, create a business basically with the Shopify platform or some others that are available and all the back office. So you not just have to worry about sourcing and right. marketing. Well, the selling part, or at least the, the, the basics of it, are done for you. Yeah, they can do what they're good at. Right. ZipRecruiter, that makes the hiring part different. Uh, it's no, a bunch it's, of different things. And then at some in, point, generative AI will just take over all of <laughs> oh, it God, for there you. you. I knew. Start a business for me. It had to yes. mean, first he brings up the NFL, as always. Yes. And then, then Boeing. Up, then, then Boeing. No, and you then, brought and, up Boeing. Yeah, I didn't and bring then, up Boeing. But, look, okay. I, I think generative AI. And then generative AI, AI which will take over next? all these functions large, for you. Large market cap only. And we're going to be walking around, I don't know. We're going to have to come up with a lot of hobbies. Well, I, I think that when we when they figure out, they figure out how to make it so that generative AI is actually focused on hosting a TV show, I think we're fine. <laughs> That's not their emphasis you right now. Wa- it's I'm, more I know you guys are looking at what, I mean, just the, 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 the th- every day there's something. Whether it's a, it looks like a human being, but it's not, Carl. It's a, a fake person, right. I guess, right. who is either singing a song written by AI well, did or... You, did you see the Merriam-Webster's word of the year is going to be uh, authentic? Authentic. Because that'll be the key, is determining what is real. Well, look, I had a fight with a subscription company. I'm not going to mention their name. Uh, automotive news. And I went and I said, you're phony. You're a fraud. I can't get through to you. I just drive me crazy. It, all it did was make it angry and I never heard back. I mean, you know, these... David, it doesn't help it. It does not help to try to woo them. It doesn't help to be nice to them, to be you curse at them. They operate at their own pace and they don't care. I'm sorry, that they here is the automated the, the response bots, mechanism. The bots who tell me, please, we are, we're here to help you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we're here to help you. Well, that's <laughs> going to be better when they have generative AI because yes. they'll be able to just get right on top of it for you. Look, they don't have feelings. <laughs> you know, if you prick them, they don't bleed, David. <laughs> we do have. Who's that? Who's that? That was Shakespeare. Which guy? Oh, come on. 
no idea. Wait. Poisonous do we the bots. If you poison them, they don't die. Half a bot, not hands. That one I got on my own, by the okay. way. Nobody in my ear. All right. All right. Jim, we do have some... an English major. We got some fresh uh, 24 targets out of Deutsche, 5,100. Oh. Uh, BMO, Belsky, 5,100. They're all trying to come out higher. Uh, we're not... Of course, we haven't heard from, from um, Mr. Wilson to see... To make us all depressed. Yardeni, 5,400, I think. I know. Yardeni, at times, you know, look, he's become... Uh, Ed's been around for years. I've always loved him. I did a chat with him. I think he's one of the most cerebral. He puts out a fantastic note. And I now feel that he has come into his own, even though he's been in his own for years. Suddenly he's getting the, the, the attention he should. Uh, and, and his work is just so high quality. It's fantastic. I, I, I love his work. Uh, there's a guy who's counting on productivity gains to make the inflation backdrop easier in the years ahead. When, when you read what he's saying, he's basically saying, don't worry, the economy is self-curing. See, David, he's looking at generative AI and thinking, this is how you, you can keep wages down. And no one, by the way, is talking about immigration is keeping wages down. That right. is still something that no one's willing to talk about. I'll we, talk about it. We need, we need a, a we've had more increased labor force. We do. Right. We have more immigrants, what, in the last year than we had in the last six. Fortunately, a lot of them are not able to work. Because of the, I think the it's two years. Yeah, or something. Policy I mean, seems there, there was a policy. Allowed for some for six months, but it gets confusing. Well, I mean, but to your point, I think one of the themes that we're going to hear more about for 2024 and onward is what will the productivity gains from generative AI be right. as it starts to be uh, used more uh, uh, more widely in the enterprise. I think and, we'll hear that I from mean, Salesforce. One of the key measures is going to be Microsoft's Copilot. Oh my! And what it can do and how it can do it. You know, make me. Uh, an entire slide presentation from bump bump. You know, it will take so much time away in terms of work time away from people. Will it make them more productive? Will it eliminate I, their jobs? Will it allow well, them to pursue things they otherwise wouldn't that will actually add to uh, to the potential growth of the company? I don't know, but it's going to be a theme for sure. Well, if you talk to Jensen Wong from NVIDIA, which is the king, he would tell you that the best work that it does is it summarizes. Now, if you are, you need precision, you have to read a whole document. But before I came out here, the document for, for uh, Crown Castle from Ellie is very, very long. I was really tempted to do chat GPT, but I happen to like them, and I think it's insulting. And it's like, hey, I chat GPT your thing. But, I mean, if you are at home right now and you're trying to get your day going, I would chat GPT, give me the 10 highlights. And it would be terrific. It would do a good job. I mean, that's a, the issue, as we'll hear from Salesforce in their report. Right, but will you replace one of your researchers? Would you uh, yes. replace your offensive coordinator? Who, who, who should start tomorrow, given all the data we've gotten practice today? I don't know. The Bills could use it. Oh. Fourth quarter. Oh. How about the Jets get some generative AI for their draft picks? No, when that's it comes impossible. To quarterbacks? You need to have the H2, the H300. They <laughs> haven't made that yet. Jensen's so that still working on a Jets. Sanchez to Darnold to you Wilson. You need the head to, hopper, yeah. not the grace hopper. I don't uh, know what you need. But I do think that, that there are a lot of, I would have on the sidelines chat about what to do because I'm seeing some very bad decisions being made. I mean, by the way, Gabe Davis, if he had chatted, he would have known to go left, not right last night to Bills. He just needed to check. See? Nope. He went the wrong way. Yep. Chat probably had a fit. Yep. Oh, there we go. Man, some of these photos. Hurts by the way, just, that's without, without Goddard AJ. and without Johnson. 
Nope. It's right. just without lane. Guys are looking really good. But they, I think that we had a dri- joke. We had a couple guys playing Driscoll. He was clearly chat. Um, gee, healthcare shares are down. Okay. Did you see right. this downgrade? Oh, God. You know, what? You know my sell? trust owns it. You knew we had to do it. To a sell? You knew we had to UBS. do it. Let me just read the but, top. But no, you do it, and then I'm going to give you the counter, yes, okay? Yes, and then you respond. All right. They yeah. say, in this report, we explain why a combination of softer right. risk and momentum. Idiot. Will you just let me finish? Okay, okay. Tough comps and a lack of pricing tailwinds put us 4% below consensus adjusted EBIT for 24 with scope for further downside if peer comments are correct on the China market next year. Okay, so he's talking about Siemens having a slowdown. Well, they're taking share from Siemens. He doesn't seem to realize that by this time next year, if you want to get the dementia drugs, you have to prove, sadly, that you've got plaque buildup. Who can do that other than GE Healthcare? GE Healthcare has been so, I'd say, uh, so, so humble. They've not made any of the claim. This guy makes it sound like the GE Healthcare is, is saying, hey, listen, everyone have an MRI. It's not like that. I just think that they are taking it to the competitors. I spoke to one of their large, I spoke to their largest customer who's ordering like bad, and these things pay for themselves. You know, they run them 24-7. I don't know where you got the weak sales. I mean, God came on our show. I know. They're, it's their own analysis of their order oh. intake and broader oh, market. never mind. Never mind, because they they clearly know more than the CEO. I I apologize. I was Listen, I was relying on the CEO. It's but not that's often that you see a firm willing to go to a sell on anything. Well, he had a hold. The guy had a hold from the run from so, sixty three to right. seventy three. I'm not saying he was right. I'm just pointing it out because it is pressuring. Well, I hope I hope he I hope he's right because may the best person win. Right. Let's see how he does in the fourth quarter. <laughs> right. He misses um, the field goal. I'll tell you, that guy misses the field goal. Uh, Nvidia shares are up for one of the. The first time they were down, the they were down two bucks. It and uh, when Adam was doing the five, and I think that one of the re- first of all, the stock has been just nothing but down since they reported, right? I mean, you, you but, barely see it from that chart, but, but yes, there was a really good there was a synopsis read through, very positive note about synopsis. Uh, a lot of people felt they're the analog, they're their partners, and uh, we did have kind of a there was a weird positive note. Uh, from an outfit I never heard of. Well, no, I shouldn't say that because Jeffries' group, the Fubon team, which apparently uh, Ben Stoto says and Jeff Marks says has great reputation, saying NVIDIA not right to come under pressure. They like the stock. Mm. And they're using a very big price target, well above here. So I think that really helped. You mentioned a firm. This is a real breakout. Uh, that's, oh, That's going to be a, about a 15-month high uh, on a firm up 10% this morning. You know, Max, Max Lepton, he wanted to be on... Uh, how many shows do we have in the day? In the day? Every hour? Well, I think you wanted like, to be on... I like seven shows. Okay, I think you wanted to be on eight shows. Oh, because I know, because like I was booking... Everyone would get really... He was booking himself on a lot of... I have him to love Max, and he is... This was the inflection quarter, and it is straight up because he did not... He, it's working for him. He's doing well. He can offload his loan. He doesn't have any bad loans. He's, he's a super guy. And uh, I wish him well, and this stock is really going to the moon. Um, it's going is to the that going to be one of the highlights of this holiday season? Yes, the David. increased usage of buy now, pay later? Yes. And I think that it's buy now, pay later, and if they pay, it's really good. It's really helpful when they pay. Yeah. As opposed to just the buy. Right. Yeah. I mean, Apple you pay. I mean, I, I just paid for something Apple again. Uh, it, there is just a – I still think that Apple is a great winner here. Uh, but we haven't heard yet anyone come out and say how bad the 15 sales were, the 15 Pro and the 15 Pro Max. And they're horrible, horrible, horrible. And China's weak, China's weak. Like we heard when the stock was at 171. Well, they, how do you like that? They, they will be celebrating uh, Napoleon over the weekend. That's uh, right. And Hunger Games, besting wish. 
out of Disney, which came in soft. Yeah. Marvel's Disney down. Disney made too many movies. Yeah. You know, they just made too many. Um, you know, David, yeah. I think that Bob Iger would be the first to admit that they made too many. Well, he, he has admitted it. He's, he, ta- he actually openly discussed the fact that he felt that the quality perhaps was not quite what it should be. Um, you do wonder, though, about the willingness of parents to go to the box office. If you've got Disney Plus at home... Got, oh, you mean win-win? Like why win would loss. you? Why would you go to the? Why would you go to the movies? I don't know. Disney Plus. I, mean, I don't know. I don't have so little heavily. kids anymore, so. ESPN. Maybe it's good. After, I mean, ESPN's really good, and they're not. I mean, remember that Monday Night Football yes, game last yes, week? Yes, indeed. That was what the best in best 20, TV audience of the year. The parade might have done a little, or come close, uh, the Thanksgiving Day parade. But yeah, that was a huge Monday Night Football game. It does matter. I, I, you know, David, I think that we don't play up enough ratings because the ratings have been so bad for so long, no one cares. The ratings are good. ESPN, they've got, I don't know, they've got some good, we may have a well, great wait, college. Wait. The ratings, the NFL ratings are good. Right, but the I'm NFL saying. NFL is TV. No, but I'm Rest saying. Rest TV is sort of a, a broad but, kind of wasteland. But people have not been big. David, you yourself have questioned the value of ESPN. Well, I say if you can pull in that many viewers, maybe the value is bigger than we think. We may find out if what? they actually. Well, what do you we'll, know? If I don't, I mean, listen, I you think know they've something. been talking to they've been talking to a couple of the leagues, which doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to a lot of people as to if you were a league, why would you partner strategically with just ESPN when you're trying to sell your rights to everybody? Uh, and then Verizon, I've heard that name. We've all heard Verizon. it. But we'll see if they end up with anything and whether but money changes hands. Isn't it interesting that Apple's really not part of the conversation, and yet you would think yeah. that would be natural? I just, yeah. I, I, you would have thought that initially. You did. You right. thought in particular for Apple's uh, ambitions when it comes to, to the division. To the, to the vision I'll, I'll tell you, I wouldn't sell Disney ahead of what could be a board meeting, say where there's some good news. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hey. If you want to sell, I'm never going to stop anyone from selling. That's absolutely fun. Go right ahead. Knock yourself out. Go um, ahead, sellers. Take couple it down con- to 93. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, by the way, yes. Uh, the Eras Tour film is going to go to streaming. I think uh, Taylor had a Swift. Uh, Taylor Swift had a tweet wow. or a post um, earlier <laughs> today President about that. President Biden likes another singer, right? Well, I think there was a little confusion between Taylor and was it Britney? Britney? Yeah. It was Britney. Well, they're, they're frequently not confused. I mean, that's like saying, well, I really like uh, uh, Travis really? Kel. No, I like what? Okay. Jason I mean, Kel- every so what? often, like, you know, I don't get a Shakespeare quote in the, ne- in the first, you well, know, 10 seconds. I would have said Kelsey. That's the way I would have handled it. Yeah. Mrs. Kelsey. Kelsey. Not yet, but, you know. That'll be big. That'll be like a royal <laughs> oh, wedding. I'm getting in that wedding. If I'm that going happens, to that wedding. They don't want you at their wedding. They don't? No. They, they do don't? not want you at their wedding. No. There's a look at uh, Taylor Swift's post. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I think in there it says, no Jim Cramer at my wedding. <laughs> right. But that would... No, I'm a... She muted you. Yeah. I, I, I know Andy Reid. Maybe I get it. It doesn't help. Who, Andy? That doesn't help. No. Not going away. Well, David, Elf is doing well because cosmetics did well, but not Ulta. How about that? Just to get us back a little more on track. Thank you. I mean... Not Ulta, Jason but Kelsey, Elf? no. So what does what? that mean? Ulta versus Elf? Well, Ulta, there's a... a uh, there was a strategic, critical sell recommendation, a negative catalyst from City. At the same time, I have felt that Elf is a stock that is manipulated down all the time, and they just keep doing incredibly well. Uh, and your buddy, uh, Tony Sakanagi, you know, your buddy there uh, buddy, at, yeah. at Bernstein. He had a note about He has a note about Tesla versus BYD. Well, BYD's not really allowed and here. He says, I know, it says, uh, by the way, this is the largest uh, maker of EVs in the world yeah. now or in China. 
certainly. And, There's a bunch of China headlines today about and, uh, reinvigorating the private sector, too. Yeah. And, uh, That's and obviously Tesla's market cap economics. is far in excess of that of BYD. He sort of questions that. Okay, so I'm going to give you, I'm gonna give you a, a Tesla. I've been I mean, thinking about this. Tesla. There's so many things going on at Tesla. That I, I don't want to talk about uh, 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 letter X for a second, but let me give you a Tesla's up and pre. The, the market is soggy today. David, yes. Elon Musk said that he was worried about sales because of rates. Correct. When now rates have come down, yes. the stock has had a nice move. I don't think the move is done. I, I mean... I don't want, you're right. On the last call, he made a, a point. Now, that was when we were right near 5%, I believe, but yeah. uh, of talking about how most people finance their car purchases, and, and obviously the, the monthly costs are far higher, right. and therefore that's going to depress sales. Third yeah. iteration coming. I'm not hearing much on the Cybertruck. It was a journal story today, which we've seen before, about the fact that stainless steel is just hard to manipulate, really hard. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's uh, meeting with the Cybertruck, which right. obviously is what. Right. Meeting with Netanyahu today, Musk is, in yeah. part to rebut these complaints that well, some of his posts have been anti Semitic. Do we have that clip of him saying he's most likely pro Semitic, David, in your interview? <laughs> well, we, we've that was used great. that. We don't need to hear that again as you see him Why? Uh, with Netanyahu. We watch things all the time. Um, but he certainly did. You know, you do. Many have questioned his judgment. The platform X has lost advertisers as a result of that. But uh, there he is. And uh, we have a list of, of people in that Israel have canceled. I mean, of, of firms that have canceled. It's pretty pretty. Or yeah. Pause. Well, the, the Times pause. added Coke and Airbnb and Amazon, Microsoft, either to the 200 that have paused or are considering pausing. Well, I mean, I'm waiting for. Uh, how about Jeff Sonnenfeld putting out a list? Maybe would he maybe put out a list of people who are still with? X, that would be interesting. Jeff does those. Yes. I don't know if you read Jeff's stuff. I do. How can you not? You get it 10 different times Jeff's in your inbox. Abington so one High. of them you have to Abington click on. High was with my Nobel Prize winning cousin in the box this week, Abington High. Hey, Bradley Cooper, before he went to private school, Abington High. Yes. And where did Netanyahu go? Cheltenham High. Rivals. These are the kinds of things. This right. is the that kind of thing that's so valuable. Else. Plus the Shylock stuff. Incredible. That was good, too. Yes. David, all the world's a stage. You were just, <laughs> believe me, you're not even a player. That's true. I'm not a player. I'm not a player. <laughs> a quick reminder, you can always get in on the CBC Investing Club with Jim. Uh, use the darn QR, QR code, as he said. You can sign up and find out more at cnbc.com slash join the club. As we go to break, watch bonds. As we said, pretty busy auction calendar today. And the next several days uh, will be busy between some PMIs, ISMs. Of course, Powell speaking at Spellman on Friday. Dow's down 73. Don't go anywhere. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. Great piece of research out by Melius Research. Maybe one of the reasons why NVIDIA is up. Uh, but uh, Spen Regis, he's talking about the shares now trade at 23 times calendar year 24 uh, consensus EPS, 20 times calendar year 25. And he also says that the software is not yet appreciated. So, I mean, look, that would be something if this stock really, I mean, they do the numbers and the stock is not expensive versus Apple versus Microsoft. So I think it's pretty um, pretty compelling. I do think they had a great quarter, and I do think the long lives were out of the important quarter because of China. And I'm not as worried about China, and I'm not as worried about the AI that they may not get right this year versus next year. I do know that, obviously, their chips are so powerful that our government has to worry about them going places. We didn't mention this story on the tape on some of Bulls turning on Novo and Lilly uh, because yes. of some of those forward peas. Yeah, I, look, I, I do think that in the end, that will be determined by whether the insurers pick them up next year. 
Uh, and that means that they have to have even more studies, which show there's some exciting things going on for uh, the GOP. It's interesting that people are starting to go back to Mondelez, which was right ground zero because of what they make. I don't know. I, I do think that they'll make fortunes. I still think it's going to be the biggest drug ever. And I don't think we've heard the end of, we, you know, it's still, a, it's still a shot, pill form. People, 67, 67% of people don't want to take a shot, right. use a shot. Uh, but I think it's going to be hard <clears throat> that's going to drive it. COPD, where Regeneron just said good news on the Dupixent, uh, and, and a bunch of other studies. And then in the end, people just say, you know, it's worth it. We're going to save 700,000 people's lives and because of diabetes and because of heart attack. And then that will be it. Tonight? Okay, I, I have Wix on tonight. It's an outfit I used when we ran a restaurant. I want to find out how business is done in Israel right now. They do, man, they do great stuff here if you want to design a site. And then uh, Microsoft's really interesting. You get a crowd strike going, and the first thing they say is, you know what, Microsoft, our business is really great because Microsoft doesn't do a good job. And I think it's time to put the other side on. I mean, I just can't keep having people, and I love George, George Kirsch. He, crowd strike's been an amazing stock. But let's hear Microsoft is, they're not a pitiful, helpless giant, okay? <laughs> so that's on the cyber security side? On cyber security, exactly. Thank you, David. We'll see you tonight, Jim. Absolutely. Can't Thank wait. You uh, Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, still some losses at the open here. Dow down 50. VIX still sub 13. Stay with us. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.